0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/shady for your chance to win $500. <laughs> Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ryan Gilbert. Tonight, my co host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel?
1: Uh, hell of a lot better than I was doing a few hours ago. Oh, man. I was all ready to, you know what? I probably wouldn't even have showed up if the Devils didn't win today, just uh, based on what happened yesterday. Else? Yeah, losing the, losing the Bruins, losing the Avs, but uh, especially the Bruins like that, that, that. That cost a pretty penny. I was uh, pretty defeated for a good uh, 24 hours there. But uh, thankfully, the Devils did what the Bruins couldn't and uh, showed up when it matters and uh, saved a lot of bets, won a lot of bets with the, the Devils. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm still sore from Sunday's uh, disasters. But um, onwards and upwards, as they say, the, the Devils really salvaged my first round. Otherwise, it would have been like pretty much the worst-case scenario. I mean... Other than the Oilers advancing uh, and the Stars advancing, uh, would have been uh, a pretty uh, bad bloodbath, a very, very wet and messy death. But uh, <laughs> thankfully, Devils uh, salvaged a lot of that. So, yeah, fuck the Rangers. We're moving on.
0: Yeah, let's let's start it right there with with tonight's game seven. Bit of a, a little, little kind of anticlimactic ending to the to the, to a, a long series here. I mean, it was, it was a good first half of the game. Devils were kind of dominated the whole way. They got uh, Mike McLeod shorthanded goal off a great play by uh, Andre Palat to open the scoring. Then uh, Thomas Tatar scored uh, five minutes later. There were still five minutes left in the second period, but you could just feel like it was it was over right then for the Rangers. And then Devils added on two in the two in the third, including an empty netter. They really. I mean, they, they had chances. They had power plays in the first period. Could not get anything going on them. Could not get any, any pucks past uh, Kira Schmid. So the Devils will be moving on to face the Hurricanes in, in round two. I think Blue, that starts Wednesday night. And then, yeah, the the Bruins, absolute just... I mean, and tonight, too, Celtics lost to the Sixers at home. So Bruins just stunk up the TD Garden bad enough. that uh, All Boston teams there now are kind of struggling. But, yeah, I mean, Boston and, and Colorado were the two teams when, like, you make a bracket you're like okay boston's gonna win colorado's gonna win that, that's what most people thought and it just show, shows the the paired i was on the the flagship show earlier talking about how the parody in the league and how you know they were their best regular season team but to win the the first round they were still what minus 400 less than that minus 300 so like it's shows how much how much can happen in a seven game series obviously how i mean american sports don't care about the regular season like like the like the english do at the football or i know they have the Bunch of different things, but you know maybe they should. But it's always going to be Stanley Cup here, Stanley Cup or bust for hockey, especially in America and Canada. And that that's what the playoffs are for. The playoffs. It's not always the best team wins. It's whichever team gets hottest for seven games over the course of a month or two.
1: You said a lot there. I'm going to try to respond to uh, as much of it as I can. Starting All with right. uh, the fact that. He thought that the game was over with the Devils, you know, first good first half of the game. But uh, I was sweating right until the Devils scored the fourth goal of the empty netter. Because uh, like you were saying, it's, it's hockey. Any, anything can happen, especially when you got, the, you know, this much money on the line. Um, yeah, uh, that was a huge sweat. Very enjoyable game altogether. Um didn't like the third period from the Devils, but fortunately the Rangers couldn't capitalize on uh, the, the Devils' passivity. The Devils are way too conservative there in the third period, just icing the puck all the time. Not not playing like they did in the first two periods, but thankfully uh, Kiri Schmidt came up big, and uh, they were able to get one by uh, Shusterkin on the odd-man rush there to make it 3 nothing. So, yeah, great result there. Uh, what else did you say? You said uh, the um yeah the ads are well just quick
0: quick hit on or go ahead and then they don't have something else about the rangers game no
1: nah, i mean uh talent's coming on tomorrow most likely so uh we'll, we'll go more in depth oh, and yeah. this stuff i was and, just going to ask
0: you about the truba hit but i'll, I'll save that for tomorrow with talent because i'm sure he is a, a strong take as well
1: yeah i mean there's not much to say it's just a great fucking hit yeah. i don't know why anyone would uh say otherwise uh, yeah. but yeah yeah you're right about the the parody in the league and all that uh but still, I mean, the Bruins should have should should have have won that. Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll go more into that on uh, tomorrow's show. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I uh, just was – I don't think that this is nothing – this isn't nothing like being swept by the Blue Jackets when you're the Lightning. No, no. And the Lightning actually had better metrics, better uh, – like, the analytics nerds were saying, like, the Lightning were the best team basically in history in terms of uh, how dominant they were 5-5 five and five and uh, – special teams and in every in every aspect the the lightning that that 2019 season were uh a, the real historical um the winner in terms of uh, how good they were of course the bruins are uh you know they they had more wins this year but i think that that lightning team would would be favored over the bruins um and yeah the, the odds reflect that they were only minus like you said my, like minus 350 they closed that and uh, the lightning were way higher than, I don't exactly remember how much they were favored by, but it was way higher than that. And the fact that they were swept just makes that far more embarrassing. Plus you get into all the injuries with the Bruins, with the uh, Bergeron, Krejci, Omark, and then the flu to start the series. It, they were just a uh, horrible they, Like they had great luck all season long. And then it just, all the bad luck arrived at once. And then that, that's what, that's what can happen. Uh, that, that's what sports are. And especially, uh, a sport as volatile as hockey. And, uh, Yeah, I mean, it's great drama. Uh, If I were a neutral observer, I would have loved the fucking game, you know, scoring that goal with uh, less than a minute left and then winning in overtime, the the big underdog there. But uh, unfortunately, I was not a neutral observer, so I had to suffer all that and couldn't enjoy it like a proper fan. But, uh, yeah, onwards and upwards, like I said.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Bruins, I was going to bring up their injuries. I think Bergeron had a herniated disc on top of the, the sickness he was playing with. Uh, apparently, Allmark had a debilitating injury, according to reports. Um, so, I mean, that, that makes you wonder if, if, if they could do it again, if they would probably maybe, you know, take, take the foot off the gas a little bit towards the end of the year once they have. They did, their... though. They they were
1: arresting guys more than I've seen any, any team. I, 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 don't guys
0: know, I don't know if they did enough because they did like a few guys for a few games here and there. Just like. Yeah, but when when has when has it happened before? The Lightning weren't doing that when they
1: were swept
0: by yeah, the Yeah, it's, Blue it's against the it's against the hockey code and whatnot. I, I understand that, and you're still playing for whatever, and you want to keep them fresh. But yeah, the only reason the only reason
1: Bergeron played that last game is because uh he was playing for his dad in his his home city there, or not maybe his home city, but in Montreal, and uh his dad just uh got cleared of cancer, I think it was. Uh, so he, he that was basically his last time he would to be able to see him in Montreal. So that's why Bergeron played that game. Otherwise, he might not have. But unfortunately for him he got injured and then uh that's just bad luck I don't, i'm not gonna attack the bruins for not resting guys
0: I, 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 yeah I, i'm not attacking about it because it's also like they probably had these injuries they're not going to go away if you rest them for a few games anyway so it, it's i mean i, I wonder it's if hindsight else... is 2020 none exactly, of us be saying exactly exactly yeah they won. um all right so we, we've been dancing around it let's just get a little little minute or two here on your abs how are you feeling about the the end of the, the end of the season here
1: Honestly, I mean, I, I knew the Avalanche weren't doing shit, especially after uh, uh went full idiot there with the, the the girl in Seattle. I don't know the details, so we can't speculate, but the whatever it was, wasn't good. And uh, he was probably not going to come back for the playoffs, and we were already missing, like, so many guys. Josh Manson got it hurt, too. McCarr was playing, like, um, you know, 40% of what he normally is. It was basically just McKinnon and Ratchin versus the whole... Cracking team like McKenna was plus nine in the series and the F still lost that just goes to show how terribly we're outmatched in terms of our depth we've been saying that basically since uh Kadri was not resigned that the the depth of the ass is a problem uh JT Compro was a great addition or not an addition but he had a great year and uh stepped into that second center spot but he's obviously no Kadri and then behind him the the next two lines are just uh not nearly as uh Quality as we had last year, especially with Cogliano and Darren year older. Um, man, Matt Nieto was a nice addition, I guess, but uh, he, he doesn't have it. Um, yeah, like uh, Bo Byerman, he was awesome, probably one of our best players, too. Probably our best D man, considering McCarr's injuries. But yeah, I'm, 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 if this happened last year and we were knocked out, I would have been fucking uh, throwing shit at the wall. I wouldn't have been uh, visible for a week because I knew that last year was our best chance to win, and thankfully we did. This year, it was more of a, like you just saw, it. our deadline acquisitions were, were pitiful, like what? Lars Eller, Matt Nieto, uh, <laughs> Jack Johnson. Yeah. And it just goes to show that the management didn't uh, think we had a chance either, really. So, I mean, yeah, you know, obviously you have a chance, but. Uh, well,
0: what's the cap situation? Are they, are they, they guys locked up now pretty much?
1: Well, McKinnon's well, new deal starts next year, but then um, Eric Johnson's money comes out the books. Confer's a free agent. E. Rod's a free agent. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not much better, but uh, I think it'll be better than this year just because of the the injury regression has to go positively. I mean, uh, both the past two regular seasons for the ads were uh, riddled with injuries, especially this year going into the playoffs. And hopefully, Ladisog gets better from whatever he's uh, suffering from. Hopefully, one of these surgeries works. <laughs> seems like the guy can't catch a break um but yeah if he comes back a couple key additions you know Joe Sackett, Chris McFarlane got to work the magic and Georgiev has another solid season the abs will be right back in it um uh, definitely probably still top two favorites in the west um so yeah the the, the window is still wide open for multiple years yet uh, especially if uh, you know if we get healthy and stay healthy for once um so yeah yeah good good for the Kraken they had a uh, they had a great, great, great game plan in terms of uh, how they played through, you know, blocking up the neutral zone. And uh, the only time the Avs really threatened was when uh, McKinnon Ramson were on the ice. So uh, you're not going to win a lot of series when uh, you literally only have two players going full or two forwards rather going 100 uh, percent all the time. And uh, meanwhile, the other team has four lines that can attack nonstop. And oh, yeah, biggest I'm burying the leader. Philip Grubauer was uh, outstanding. Oh, yeah. If if this is Grubauer last year, this this would have been done in five. Um, like this is, vintage, this is This is the best talk he's ever played, and uh, it just goes to show that there's that revenge narrative. I guess I don't expect him to, ke- to carry that on, at least not to the same extent uh, as he played against the Avs. But um, yeah, uh, he was the difference for sure. I mean, Grub or wasn't bad. But uh, he wasn't uh, anywhere near Grubauer's level. I mean, he made he made like two or three of the best saves of the playoffs so far, and uh, that, that's the difference.
0: Yeah, I mean, Grubauer was absolutely insane. You have to wonder if maybe that familiarity and practice with the Aves, like he, he knew what to not not what to expect, like he you knows players' tendencies and knows how their shots look off their stick and stuff like that. But yeah, he played great, and uh, as you pointed out, the Aves. Um, I mean, they have McCarr, McKinnon, Rantanen, and Taves, Eller. Erod were the only full-time players over fifty percent expected goals for. It. I mean, it was basically their their top top unit, and then tr- treading water for them to get back out there and hopefully hopefully will get scored on. So, yeah, uh, tough tough go over this year for the Avs. I mean, off Thursday on the Stanley Cup, you can't be too upset about it, like you said. And yeah, they'll, I think they'll be right back at it next year, especially if if Cog is healthy. No doubt. All right. Uh, make sure we shout out here, Shady Rays. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. They got you covered from the sun to the slopes with durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection and all eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. All right, so... Uh, we touched on the the three game sevens of the past few nights here uh let's, let's let's move ahead to the second round we got we got two games here on tuesday may 2nd uh, are you ready to get into those yes sir all right kicking off at the seven o'clock slot we got the florida panthers at the toronto maple this game itself is in toronto Maple Leafs are minus 170. Panthers are plus 145. Over-under is at 6.5. paying off, uh, minus 115. Under is at minus 105 for the game. And then for the series, the Maple Leafs are minus 170, and the Panthers are plus 145. What do you think the uh, the Leafs are going to do here, Jolie?
1: Are we talking uh, game first or series first?
0: Whichever. Uh, I don't know. We're playing it by ear here. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll start with the
1: series, I guess. That makes more sense. Uh, take a macro view first. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, we, we can go with two different narratives here. First of all, the first narrative is that the Leafs are uh, are uh, fat and happy, as, as we like to say. And uh, having won the, the first round and then seeing their fans celebrate like they won the cup all weekend, you might think that this is the massive letdown spot. That the uh, the Panthers can take advantage of of them, um, you know. If they can, if the Leafs think they won the cup, then what are they playing for now? Like, what the fuck do they do? They haven't been this far in like two decades. So uh, the, yeah, they, they, like uh, a commentator said for the Leafs, I think it was the radio guy. He was like, um, "What do we do now?" Which <laughs> <Right? laughs> sums up the uh, the general attitude there. Um, or the other narrative is that the Leafs finally got over the hurdle of the first round demon the ghosts that have been haunting them for so long and they finally have the confidence to go all the way like this could like really spark them on fire them up like they they got past the pressure so they can just cruise on through uh the next couple rounds here so um yeah you can choose to buy into either narrative i'm not uh, falling for either one of them though i'm just gonna go with the better team here with the Leafs, um uh, what's their series at? Minus one seventy? I think minus one seventy,
0: 170, minus one seventy five. I think minus one seventy, I said.
1: Yeah, minus one seventy. Um that, that that's that's probably bettable for me. I mean, uh, I like the way the Panthers have been playing, but I, I do think that the Panthers matched up better with the Bruins for whatever reason. They were able to um really press them and, and uh Get in the offensive zone and uh, disturb them. I mean, the Bruins just cause so many problems with their their turnovers all the time. But still, I think the Panthers forecheck was better against the uh, maybe the older team there uh, in the Bruins, whereas the Leafs are more, I would say, like a top heavy, so they can more play more of a tit for tat, like uh, they can match up with them. Uh, equalize that that uh, forward um, advantage for the Panthers and, and the Leafs have the better forwards. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like the way that they the Leafs can uh, play both both sides of the game. They could they could shut down teams and they can also uh, play with the best in terms of um, offensive hockey, the North South game. So uh, I think the Leafs are a better matchup for the Panthers than the Bruins were. So I'm gonna go with the, the Leafs here with the the minus 170 price. Um, Samsonov was awesome in the last game, but he had a lot of question marks before that. Um but meanwhile Poprovsky is is hit or miss. I mean he had a, a couple of good games, a couple of bad games, and then um Alex Lyon on the bench is uh I guess he he wasn't brilliant for the first two games. That he played three, I don't I don't remember. But uh yeah, the, the goaltending is a bit of a wash, I think, given the question marks for both goalies, uh so um, yeah, give me the Leafs here minus 170. Uh, I think that the, I think they learned something. Maybe there's a bit of a narrative, but whatever. We'll use it and uh, and get over this uh, uh, first round hump and then uh, slay the dragon and uh, carry on to to beat the Panthers here, who are uh, playing as well as they have since uh, the end of last year. So that that's why this price is so short and that's why the Panthers are able to beat the Bruins. But uh, at the end of the day, give me the better team here. Minus 170, Leafs should be good to go. Um, yeah, that, that that's my opinion on this series.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have too much to add there. I pretty much agree with everything you said. I, I do think is this is the Leafs' year just overall, and I think this is the Leafs' series. Um, you can get a minus 165 at BetMGM. I think they're, they're somewhere else as well. But otherwise, minus 170 at DraftKings is fine. Uh, I do also have them Leafs in six at plus 450. You know, I just think that could happen again where the Panthers push it here, but I think somehow the Leafs now have that, you know, they, they got the monkey off their back of, of the first round and they got past it. And now they're just going to play hockey and they're going to, I mean, arguably they have pressure on them now to get past the Panthers. Cause if they get past the first round, then lose to the Panthers in the second round, it's not going to be, not going to be great for them. But I mean, they, they, they figured out they figured out how to win in the playoffs finally. And that's a, you can say it's a narrative. You can say whatever it is. It's something in that room that just have that off their shoulders. Now, I think they take this series and I, I mean, I am, I am scared of the Panthers that they they took down the Bruins, but they, they lost three of the first four games. They, they were there were chances for the Bruins to put them away. Bruins had had lead, had leads in those games. And, and weirdly enough, I, I'm more confident in the Leafs finding ways to win. They did that against the the Lightning. The Lightning outplayed them, but the Leafs were able to find ways to force overtime and uh, win in overtime. And I think they'll be able to be the better team and you know do that. Get one, get a game or two where they're able to kind of dominate play and have a half a win by three or four. So I, I like the Leafs here. Uh, I'm taking them. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, the game one in series parlay is plus one fifteen. That that that's what's calling my name a bit. I do want to get the plus odds, and I do think you know for game one, I think. Florida having had to play game seven overtime uh, on Sunday night and then go uh, down to or up to up to Toronto to to play this one where Toronto had a little bit a little bit more of a rest advantage you know one day but every every minute counts in playoff hockey so I like the Leafs game one in the series for uh, plus 115 if you are just betting game one probably just go with I think the Leafs minus 170 is a good look
1: are we talking game one now or are we just we can uh... talk
0: game one now yeah
1: yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say too much more. Pretty much the same kind of uh, feeling for the first game as the series. But uh, for the total, I love the over. Over 6.5, twenty. I think that this is going to be a high-scoring series. We saw that with the Panthers and the Bruins. And the Bruins have a much better defense than the Leafs. Of course, uh, a lot of that has to do with the Bruins beating themselves and turning the puck over all the damn time and having um, a weekend goalie and a goalie coming off cold. But still, I, I think that the these games will be high-scoring. Samsonov only having like maybe just one great game and then a couple okay games and a couple bad ones. So I'm not exactly trusting the Leafs' goaltending exactly, plus the, well, I already mentioned, Bobrovsky being the same kind of thing in terms of his hit-and-miss uh, characteristics. So, yeah, give me the over 6.5. I like both offenses. I like the uh, Panthers' power play in particular. I think that they can threaten the Leafs on the uh, special teams. And uh, the Leafs power play is a bit due, I think, that they they underperformed a bit there in the, in the first round. I think they can get going a little more, especially if Morgan Riley plays like he did in the first uh, round. Um, and then with him captaining the first power play unit, uh, we, we can see a bit more success for the Leafs power play. So, yeah, uh,
0: give me the give me the over six and a half in the uh, game one. Yeah, I I co-sign that over six and a half. Um, are, are you going back to playing some uh power play goals over here? It looks like it it's. I mean, Florida games have been going over in four straight, but Toronto, Tampa, both over two and game six or game five and game six. I, I might play it for game one, see how it goes, because early. I mean, we saw we saw it first round early in the series tends to be more power plays, and then it kind of swallowed the whistles a bit. Is that something you're playing in the second round, or just just the first round?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, the
0: refs still calling a bunch of penalties, so I, I don't see why not. you get uh,
1: plus money over one and a half. As long as those uh, lines aren't adjusting, I'll, I'll keep playing them for the first four games at least. Um, Yeah, Panthers are power play, least power play. Both tremendous talents on both sides, so I like it quite a bit for this matchup. Maybe not the couple of the other ones. Uh, actually, maybe, maybe all of them, except for the... I mean, the Stars have a great power play. They were awesome in the uh, first round. Uh, but the Kraken were, were, were bad in terms of their properly against the abs. So uh, except for that fucking overtime goal, with Jordan Everly in uh, game four, I think it was, uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll, 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 be doing it blindly, whatever. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but, uh, yeah. The devil's hurricanes one is a bit of a, is a bit of a mystery. I think with the hurricanes elite penalty kill and the devil's Power play. not exactly being as good as it was in round one as it was in the regular season, but definitely for this series, Panthers, Leafs, and the Oilers, Knights uh mm-hmm. power play
0: goals for sure. They're going to be going to be goals goals galore there. Uh, we are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania Four is here, and Underdog Fantasy giving away fifteen million dollars in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And it's Kentucky Derby Week in the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gailing Podcast Network for all your triple crown bets. Plus, if you leave a review for the show, wherever you get your podcast between now and Belmont Saturday on June 10th, you'll be entered into a drawing to win a canvas print of the Wolf's one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob painting. It's post time. All right. So the other series that kicks off on Tuesday night might be another series you you don't take that power play goals on. It's the uh, Seattle Kraken against the Dallas Stars. Stars are the higher C here. They have they have home ice advantage. Uh, Stars are minus 205 now I'm seeing for the series. Kraken are plus 175. Uh, Where are you going for this one, Joel?
1: Yeah, I originally said that I w- I wouldn't bet the stars at uh, anything less than minus 160, but uh, I saw the line moving, so I took the minus 170, and now uh, minus 205 is just is just too steep. Uh, I, minus 175, maybe minus 180 if uh if you can stomach the risk, but uh no, nothing more than minus 180. But it, I don't know what kind of price I need to take the Kraken though. Um, stars are a much worse matchup for them than the ABS. I mean the kraken kraken uh, advantage against the abs was, was their depth but the, the stars advantage is also their depth like they get they have a much more um balanced squad um like they have a bunch of talent and um throughout all four lines and so they can match up better with the kraken the kraken can't just uh keep attacking wave after wave uh the stars are more um yeah evenly matched that way so uh I think that's a bad matchup for the Kraken. I don't expect Grubar to play like he did in the first round. He's been he's been a damn good goalie, actually, uh, second half of the season on, but still easy. The the, the series against the Avalanche was something else, something uh, transcendent, something we have never seen from Grubar, really. Um, at least not since his Capitals days. So, yeah, and Ottinger is playing out of his mind right now, uh, just like he did last playoff, so that that's no fluke. Uh, I love Ottinger. I found forty to one for him for Con Smythe. Oh wow! So, yeah, I mean, he's he's. It's gonna be hard to find that price, uh, but I did play it before they, they started playing another game, so maybe they, you could find that somewhere else. William Hill is the book I got it at for all you Canadians out there, um, or or English. I'm sure that's a, it's the same book there in England. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, the minus two oh five is too expensive for the Stars. Cracking I would eat it. A I don't know what they'll need. Uh, plus, plus 210, plus 215. Uh, I don't think that they win this series at all. I, it's just a terrible match for them. And then, uh, you know, coming off beating the the Cup champs, whereas the Stars kind of cruise against the Wild. The Wild, the Wild are the better team in a couple of games, but uh, for the most part, the Stars uh, took care of business. Uh, their power play was uh, absolutely dominant, and um, hopefully, they can fare better against the Kraken penalty kill than the the Alex power play did, which was. Uh, a surprising uh, weakness in the in the first round for the Avs. I think they only had one power play goal through uh, all seven games. So uh, yeah, that was a big difference. But the Stars should should get at least a few power play goals and uh, break open the Kraken shell, if you will. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's all it's Stars are nothing for me. You might you can do if if you don't want to play as much money, you can do the the spread, which is at uh, stars minus where the fuck one at minus 105 that's fine that's fine i think they can do it i mean the, the kraken aren't exactly a great home team they're a good road team so I, I can see the stars going in there into seattle in game six taking care of business so you, you can do the stars four to two maybe and uh, whatever that price is but uh for me it's just uh, stars or nothing that's the way i'm leaning for the series and um yeah it's it's uh, it's a big I don't know if it's a big coaching advantage, but I do like Pete DeBoer quite a bit. He's he's been here tons of times. He's he's got more playoff experience than Dave Hakstol, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I love the Stars. Jason Robertson was a bit unlucky in the first round. I think he only had one goal, maybe two, but uh, he had a lot of chances and he should uh, regress positively. And and uh, hopefully Hintz keeps going like he has. And uh, how about uh, Tyler Sagan finding his game again? He, he's been dominant. Uh, first time we've seen uh, him play so well in years. So uh, hopefully that comes back, um, that keeps going, and uh, Joe Pavelski should be back if I'm not mistaken. Right? He's skating. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah
0: looks, and, looks, like, looks like I was just searching that. So it looks like he should, should be good to go.
1: Yes, yeah, so that, that's a huge advantage there too. He's the ultimate playoff performer. Um, yeah, I mean he was unlucky. Not to win a cup with uh, how good those sharks teams were back in uh, his prime, but he's still going. He he's like uh, Corey Perry. He just uh, uh get, gets in the front of the net and makes a nuisance and uh, the best tipper of the puck in the league, and uh, that that's definitely gonna be a big boost for the stars uh for the series because he only played the first game right. That, that's when he got hurt, pretty sure. Uh,
0: I think so. Yeah, I think it was
1: the first. Yeah, game. one or two, but uh, yeah, the, the stars will definitely benefit from him coming back. So yeah, everything everything points to the stars for me. Uh, I don't expect the Kraken to pull off another upset.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's if it's Dave Haxtell's goatee there, but I, I I think 175 is is too high for the Kraken. I mean, I I just think the Stars shouldn't be minus 205. I, I don't I'm not haven't been impressed with them all season. I'm not sure why. I just just haven't been. They they've been proving me wrong, and I wouldn't be surprised if they prove me wrong here. But I, I I think that's too high of a line for the Kraken plus 175. Um, I actually also like the Kraken on the plus one and a half spread at minus 120. I think they could at the very least push it to seven, push it to seven, obviously against, against the Avs and, and finish it out. So I think this is going to be a, a close series. You know, Seattle's going to be able to steal a, a game or two here or there. And, you know, they, they did that against the abs. It's, it's, it's just vibes now in Seattle. So we'll see how that goes for them. But at the same time, I could very easily see just Ottinger going in there, shutting down the Seattle team. Like, like you said, Joel with the, with the, same depth more experience but Seattle has that playoff experience it's not all playoff experience together so I think Seattle good enough uh Seattle on yeah plus 175 plus one and a half games minus 120 also do like the over five and a half games here at minus 175 like that for probably every every series this round it hit in seven of eight first round series so I, I see probably three or four more long series here.
1: Jared McCann is a big uh, question mark, too. He's, he's missed the last few games. Uh, we'll see if he comes back for uh, some of the series, at least. Uh, I don't think that he's, he's being ruled out long-term, but uh, he's still a question mark, and uh, that's the Kraken best goal scorer in terms of uh, uh, his uh, big performance during the regular season. I think he had 40-plus goals, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm,
0: yeah, 40-goal scorer, Jared McCann.
1: Yeah, so uh, that that's a big loss for the Kraken if he can't go
0: yeah, I mean, that should be a good good series. And looking at uh, game one there, it's a five and a half total. Uh, stars are minus 175. Kraken are plus 150 in game one. Total is five and a half overpaying off plus 100. Under is at minus 120. Game is in Dallas. Give me the Kraken. I like the Kraken for the series. I think plus 150 is good odds. I mean, maybe they don't take game one because, you know, they played Sunday and the Stars had a little bit. The rest of Vantage taking care of the wild in six games, but I think the Kraken, they're pesky. They're they pesky Kraken, they got they got nothing to lose now. So but a better play would be uh, I think the under five and a half minus one twenty. is playing out of his mind if he can keep that up whatsoever. I mean the stars of injured. It should be three two, three one type of game with with these two uh deep teams that should be able to, you know, keep it kinda of tight, keep it keep it the four check going and keep keep the puck moving, keep the puck out of the net.
1: I'm going to go the other way on both of those. Uh, give me the stars at home. Minus 175. Uh, there's the, yeah, like you said, the, the massive rest advantage plus the cracking coming off that big emotional game seven win against the avalanche. Um, and only one day rest between, uh, then and Tuesday. I don't think that that bodes well for their chances. And, the, the stars, you know, they had some time off, but not too, too long for them to be rusty and, uh, you know, um, get complacent or whatever. Um, yeah, when did they play? They played Friday, right? So uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. a that's a good that's a good balance between being rest and rusty. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I like the stars and I like the over too. I mean, I, like I said, I don't think Drew Bauer is going to play the way he did uh, in the A F series. So we're, we could see a few more. Uh, Leaky goals going in and not endure too. Like he was awesome in the last half of the series against the wild, but uh, he wasn't exactly elite in the first few games. So he might take a little bit of time to warm up. Same thing happened too, by the way, uh, in last year's series against the flames where he was absolutely stellar in the last half of that series, but uh, not quite the same guy in the first half. So yeah, I I could see goals in this one. I mentioned the stars power play. They should be able to uh, break open the the cracking penalty kill, better better than the abs were able to with the McCarr just uh, his limp dick wrist shots <laughs> from the point. Uh, it, it was terrible. Like normally those those are shots that are like you know they got some some thrust on them, they they got some power and plus there's usually well last year Gog was tipping them in even when they didn't have the power. But uh, yeah, there there was a terrible terrible avalanche power play. I think the R stars power play would be much better and uh, do some work here. So. Yeah, give me the over five and a half plus 100. I mentioned the, all the penalties in the, in the first few games of a series, so I think that can continue. And uh, yeah, I like the over five and a half,
0: and I like the Stars to win the game one on home. All right, uh, that's the uh, two games and series that start on Tuesday. You have any uh, early early feelings on the on the series to start Wednesday? You want to get out there before potentially any lines move? I'm seeing right now. I mean uh fan, or draft has devils minus 130, canes plus 110. Can be books, so Unibet you know has devils, hurricanes, both at minus 109 at a pick 'em there. So, any, any strong feelings there?
1: I already see the line moving for the hurricanes. I thought the plus 115 is too high. I mean, uh I want to back the devils, but minus 135 was uh, way too steep. So, hopefully that line keeps coming down and I'm, I might jump on the devils. Uh, I think it should be closer to a pick 'em to be honest. Uh, I know the hurricanes have their problems in the um in the injury department and their goal scoring and all that, but uh there's they're still a dominant uh five and five team that uh probably match up fairly well with the Devils. I mean the, the Devils uh speed you know will have less success against the Hurricanes than it did against the Rangers who are um kind of slow in plotting at times and uh, especially with Tarasenko and Kane in the lineup who don't exactly have the best uh two way play uh playing defensive hockey so I think the the hurricanes are uh yeah yeah, if you could still find plus to fifteen plus one twenty out there, I would lean that way rather than the devils, but for myself, I'm gonna wait and uh, if the devils come down enough I'll, I'll back them but uh, no strong feeling at these current prices here um,
0: yeah, yeah I, mean, the- I, I, I just grabbed hurricanes plus one fifteen and it's still there at uh, MGM. And like I said, devils minus 109. I mean, I, people in the Discord were loving the devils. So I don't know if I'm going to write off the Hurricanes just yet. I think they can, I mean, their injuries are obviously scary, but they can have some AHL guy come up, plug them in, play their system, and still win. So, but yeah, I, I don't think the canes should be dogs of of, of that magnitude, even plus 115.
1: Yeah. And uh, and the Shmid story is great, but uh, it's still a small sample size. And, uh, uh, he, I mean, the Hurricanes goaltending situation, it's it's a little better just because they have the defense to mask some of their goaltending issues. Whereas the Devils, we've seen it like last year. That's why they were so bad, because their goalies were terrible and their um, defense wasn't exactly um, masking it at all. And, and this year, obviously, they're, they're, they're much better defensively and all that. But still, it, the reason why they lost the first two games is in large part because of Vanacek just letting weak goals in. But uh, I think the Hurricanes are uh, more adept at masking their goaltending issues, and and Freddie Anderson was good there. And in the last game, he came in, so we'll see if he continues um, uh, that that performance. Uh, yeah, he, he was good against the Isles, and I think he could do a similar job, a good enough job for the for them to to maybe take on the Devils here. But uh, like I said, I think it should be more closer to a pick 'em. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be a pretty fun series. We got two vastly different uh, styles of play here. Although both teams are elite in terms of their underlying metrics, the analytics with the five and five numbers, especially the Hurricanes defensively. But uh, like I said, I think that stuff's inflated a little bit. But uh, still, I, I I think that this is a, a closer closer line than these Kurnat suggest, But I'm not I'm not rushing to back the Hurricanes either, given the fact that they're they don't have the goal scoring talent that the Devils do right now. Did oh, you and we'll us- see we'll see about Timo Meyer too. Like that, oh, yeah. that big hit. That might Apparently he was
0: back on the bench at the end of the game, but I'm I'm sure he wasn't cleared to play. Yeah,
1: so hopefully he doesn't have a concussion. Otherwise, uh, he might only come in for game three or four.
0: Yeah. Um did you race to take any more uh, oilers there? Minus one fifty against the Golden Knights in that series, or do you have enough futures on him already? Oh, never enough.
1: Never enough. <laughs> never enough uh both on the oilers and the anti-nights plays. Um yeah, I, I i grabbed oilers minus 141 then i saw a line at my my buddy william hill minus 133 so i have buddy billy
0: billy hill over there <laughs> buddy billy
1: yeah it's uh apparently that they became caesars in the states but the lines are totally different so it's not a, exactly the same book yeah. no um yeah i don't know how that works but anyway the william hill in canada um they give me some good some good numbers sometimes uh, Unfortunately, they changed, like, when I go there to bet football, college football, that is, uh, I have to pay minus 118, so those fuckers. Mm. Uh, anyway, for hockey, they haven't they haven't done that shit to me yet, and I can still find good numbers. Oilers, minus 133, I thought was crazy cheap. And uh, minus 150, I'm still leading the Oilers away. Uh, I don't trust the Knights. I think it's Mark Stone and a few good D-men, and uh, the rest of the team is kind of meh, kind of mid, as the kids say. And uh, I... I'm neither goalie I'm trusting, but uh, certainly not Laurent Brossois. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather stick with Skinner, even after that gaff again Game Six yeah. against the Kings. The stick uh, broke. His stick broke.
0: Was... You can't you can't blame him. Did it really break? Yeah, the stick broke. The replay like the like the 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 blade of his stick had like a, a crack in it and showed it.
1: Oh shit! I didn't see that. I, fuck! I was so pissed off then. <laughs> oh man, that would have been brutal. Um. Yeah, okay, fair enough, man. Um that makes me trust Skinner slightly more. Um yeah, so give me the Oilers here. Uh, I, don't, I don't I don't believe the Knights doing it. Uh, I love Mark Stone, but he's he's one man and uh even one man as as uh, strong as he is, as passionate as he is, as good of a playoff proponent as he is, he's still going against the best in the world and uh I'm not talking about Connor McDavid. I'm talking about Leon settle. <laughs> <laughs> it was an absolute beast in terms of scoring goals in the playoffs playing one on one leg um against the flames and the avs and still beating most guys out so yeah i quite like the oilers here uh just uh, they're a much better team than they were last year and the the knights i'm, I'm just not buying into them so even uh, even with the the home ice advantage for the knights uh, i'm still back in the the oilers here of course
0: yeah i'm i'm right there with you. i got the oilers at minus 143 got them to win in 6 at plus 380. Uh, I might add some more at minus 150 because uh, I'm going I'm going to have to count up how much I have on uh my, my Edmonton Con Smythe Edmonton futures to before I bet any more in this series. But yeah, I, I mean, Vegas, we didn't both of us took Winnipeg over Vegas. Now, as long as as long as Skinner plays well or plays decent, That was looking good
1: for about five periods.
0: Yeah, it was looking great. Game 1, won it. it yeah, it was looking fantastic. And then, and then Mark Stone showed up. Yeah, and Morrissey, Schleifer both got out. So, yeah, I think Edmonton—the only really advantage that Vegas has might be on their defenseman depth. But I think you know Edmonton has that top tier talent to get past whoever Vegas throws at I them. I, they they might just go best on best. Go I go against McDavid. I I love McDavid in that matchup.
1: Yeah, and uh, the Oilers' depth is way better this year too, especially with how Hyman's played.
0: Nuge Nuge didn't having... have a goal in the first round. I think Kane had like one. Hyman had one or two. Yeah, they'll show up. They'll McDavid show up. was like hasn't had a well, good game. He's like, why minutes. do you think that is?
1: I've been saying this a million times because Philip Deneau is able to really match him up. Like McDavid is only able to get the, his chances on the power play when he's able to get away from Deneau. So uh, yeah, that, that'll be a big, big difference in terms of this series and uh, compared to the Kings because the the Knights don't have that kind of shutdown player on the level of Deneau. So McDavid should get. A lot more um, active for this series than he was able to uh, against the Kings.
0: Yeah, look, Draftings has a will, there be a... will there be a hat trick recorded in this series? Uh, and only yes offered. No-no offered. I wonder why. Great. Real uh, great cocksuckers. Yeah, a quick thing uh, Kramer brought up, actually, on the flagship show. Uh, USA versus Canada right now. USA is minus 210. Canada is plus
1: 162. <laughs> uh. USA.
0: I, I was actually a court, If you add up like money pucks chances of the Leafs and Oilers to win, it's like it is ex- positive EV for for that. But I mean, j- just bet the Leafs and Oilers at that point. I think. I'm not trusting money puck for shit. <laughs> no. Um. All right. Uh. Anything else you want to touch just on? Just bet. For?
1: Just bet McDavid for Con Smythe. You'll get you'll get better odds that
0: way. Uh, he's currently six to one on uh. Fanduel and five fifty at DraftKings. So,
1: yeah, that's pro- that's probably a bit better than the best you're gonna, gonna get. They're the they're
0: four to one
1: doing the cup. Yeah, but it's gonna be a Devils Oilers final. So maybe it is good value because you'll get plus one sixty two on the Oilers. Yeah.
0: Um. All right, and uh, we should be back tomorrow night after the games or after at least the Leafs game to break down the games and series starting on Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Game Podcast where I listen to your podcast for that. Apple, Spotify, wherever. If it's on Apple, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. haven't got one of those in quite some time now, so we want to have one of those. And uh, Spotify as well. And you can also also follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN and get in the Discord uh, SG.PN slash Discord in the Hockey Channel. There's also a Hockey Gambling Podcast voice channel now where we tried out for uh, some of the Game 7 stuff. I, I saw you guys were in there, when I, I couldn't make it during the Avs game, so that was good to see. Hopefully we can have some, some guys hanging out there either for in-game stuff or pre-game or, or what have you. Yeah,
1: I think uh, now that you mentioned the Skinner thing, I think that that's what Thor was telling me. I didn't really pay attention, but I think he mentioned that Stuart Skinner's and his, his uh, stick broke on that on that play. That, uh, uh, yeah, so there's in there they're teaching us in there
0: yeah yeah it was it was the ghost of mike smith came back and broke his stick i think that's what <laughs> happened there
1: god bless him
0: um all right and yeah, that'll, that'll do it then for this show make sure you catch us tomorrow be back similar time turn on those auto downloads get it in your feed as soon as it's published i am ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at r gilbert slp i'm joel
1: minus i me uh sweating out this denver nuggets game uh, currently seven points down. Hopefully the the Nuggets can uh, pull it out. Fuck the NBA though. Kill Sixers.